you must own your own channels and have full control of them and the number one channel there is your own website and so if you imagine the full marketing universe or galaxy or solar system your website should be the sun like right in the center the biggest the most important and the hottest and so attracting people there, getting your content there, whether that be videos, articles, information, even your promotions, your products, your services, your people, your prices, your website is the game. Welcome to Marketing Builder, the show where you'll get lots of little bricks of marketing advice to help you build up your marketing and your business. Drawing on over 20 years of marketing experience, your host, Daniel Oyston, will dive into a topic and provide you with short, sharp and to-the-point marketing advice that you can apply to your marketing straight away. Welcome to Marketing Builder. Let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, legends. Pumped to have you joining me for this episode of Marketing Builder and also Colin Anstey from RD Consulting, an agency who focuses on marketing, communications, and change management with a particular focus on the government sector, but they also work a lot with SMEs as well. To be honest, I think I've completely muddled the intros across this mini-series of listener questions in terms of what number episode we're up to, how many we're going to have, how many questions have been submitted, etc. So I've gone back to check. This is episode seven in the listener questions mini-series with eight and nine being questions that came in which were probably applicable to every guest. So I've actually asked each of our guests those two questions, the eighth and ninth questions, and I'll edit those answers up and pull them together into two shows where they just answer those questions. So a bit of a mixed bag there. Right, so we're back on track with the episode numbering. For seven of the listener questions submitted, there will be a whole episode each, and I've invited some of the amazing marketers in my network to come on the show and provide some different points of view and advice for you. You'll also remember that I mentioned I'm giving away a copy of Bob Regneris's book, the fourth edition of The Ultimate Guide to Facebook Advertising, and to be eligible, all you had to do is hit me up with a marketing question to answer on the show. So one of the eight people who have submitted a question will win that, and I'll announce the winner at the end of this nine-part series and get the book in the post to them quick, smart. As such, time for the seventh listener question, and it comes from Bruce Calder from Bull and Bear Special Assignments, who asks... With Google threatening to withdraw their search engine capability in Australia in retaliation for paying for news content, some ideas for Plan B, please. Well, as I said, Colin Anstey from RD Consulting, an agency that's chock full of some of my hometown's most trusted and respected communications experts, joins us now to help answer Bruce's question. Here's Colin. Colin, welcome to the show. I know you and I have known each other for a long time and your business, RD Consulting, is going absolute gangbusters, super busy, and it's really grown from strength to strength. But it's also evolved over the last couple of years. So please tell us about what RD does for clients and the types of clients that you really like to work with. We've grown a lot and look, we focus specifically on marketing, communications and change management are our real go-tos. We work particularly in Canberra and work across right through from a small business but spend most of our time with government and large enterprises is where we spend our time. 
As I said in the intro, Bruce Calder from Bull and Bear Special Assignments has submitted a listener question for this mini-series. And Bruce asks, quote, with Google threatening to withdraw their search engine capability in Australia in retaliation for paying for news content, some ideas for Plan B, please. So, Colin, firstly, obviously, this question, it's been with me for a while. It's taken me a while to get to it. And it was quite topical a few months back, but... I often say to people that we really shouldn't put all our eggs in one marketing basket anyway because the rules and regulations can change quite quickly and we might not have any say in how and when that happens. So let's talk hypothetically. Let's assume that Google search is going to become less and less useful for us in attracting clients and customers or maybe a situation restricts our access or something along those lines. And let's say that a business very heavily relies on Google search results and ads and retargeting to get business to their website. What would your advice be if they were worried about the changes and wanted to do something about it in terms of rejigging their marketing approach? Great question. Number one is the brutal answer is it it is trouble. So it is one of the absolute go-to spots is Google advertising and Google search And so, look, just the very literal or brutal answer is another service will take its place. So another search engine or another way to organise the world's information will just take that spot. So that's a bit more about what could play out. Look, I don't see it as super likely for long term. I saw it happen very short term. But in terms of that plan B, there's 89 different marketing channels that that can be used. And so, look, the next go-to is absolutely around social media advertising and putting out content, putting out ads, getting ranked well and getting known well on your best social media platform, which is often in Australia going to be one of Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn type direction, I'd suggest. But look, to be really honest with you, year 2000, going back a little while now, e- email marketing used to be the absolute go-to thing. You get you get a promotion or a discount email to your inbox and it says, hey, buy this lamp for $10 off. People go crazy and buy the lamp probably. Whereas now, you know, you you, you, you know, you delete that email, right? That's your spam field. I should pick that up. And so what my view is you get these windows of time and I was just back casting back to 2000, right? And if I look at 2021, so where we are today, you've got this phenomenal opportunity with like a Google AdWords and Google search as you do with social media marketing. And so I'd probably be doubling down on those. I'd be focusing on them and utilizing them whilst they're working well for your business. So yes, I know it's a risk, but to be fair, it's a risk with any number of these marketing channels. Whilst they're working for you um, in the market, use it, adopt it, live it, breathe it, and then be ready to be adaptable as things change. So that segues nicely into my next question, which is all about relying on audiences that a business doesn't own. Because you spoke about doubling down on social media and those channels that are, that are working. Now that makes sense. But relying on audiences that a business doesn't own, whether that's traffic from Google or maybe it's groups that they've built on Facebook, they've got a large following, or even if it's old school like viewers seeing ads on TV or hearing ads on the radio, that's fraught with danger because those businesses can't access those people directly. What's your advice to mitigate that issue? 
I love this question. So look, the absolute single best piece of advice here is you must own your own channels and have full control of them. And the number one channel there is your own website. And so if you imagine the full marketing universe or galaxy or solar system, your website should be the sun, like right in the center, the biggest, the most important and the hottest. And so attracting people there, getting your content there, whether that be videos, articles, information, even your promotions, your products, your services, your people, your prices, your website is the game because you're 100% right, Daniel. Free-to-air TV is a beautiful example. That could disappear soon and probably will, to be fair, right? And so being able to control that audience and own that and create their experience is really important. Plus, you don't have to have the outlay of funds. So yeah, I'd absolutely be thinking along those lines. I think it's a very wise way to think. While Marketing Builder is the name of this podcast, it's also the name of an awesome product that can help you sort through all the fluff of marketing advice out there and focus on the important stuff. Marketing Builder is a card-based system supplemented by online video lessons that walks you through, step-by-step, the most important things in a marketing plan, such as buyer personas, pipeline analysis, objectives, strategy, goals, budgets, and the fun and sexy stuff, the marketing tactics. And there's over a hundred of them for you to consider using. The card sorting process results in a visual representation of your marketing, where you can easily see how people will engage with your marketing as they move from awareness through to a customer or client. Whether you're a small business owner trying to develop a marketing plan that you can actually use and are confident in on that very limited budget, or a seasoned marketer wanting others in your organization to have real buy-in and engagement with your marketing, then Marketing Builder is perfect for you. Visit marketingbuilder.net for more information. Now, the reason you're listening. Let's head back to the show. You also spoke about email before and then you just spoke then about making your website a hot sun in the universe and getting people there. What's the goal when we get people to a website? Is it just to get them to call us or should we be trying to convert them into a database? What should we be trying to do? It depends a little bit. So for some audiences, if you're selling lower value and higher transaction items, so let's say a lamp, for example, or candles, then yeah, getting a sale is probably what I'd be thinking about or getting an email address and name and phone number into a database or just a big list of everyone's details. If if you're a mortgage broker, so you help people buy a home, it's much more likely to book an appointment or book a phone call or book a meeting type thing. And so it just depends a little bit on your business, but it is the first entree or the first moment or interaction you should be looking to collect is how I would think about it. But interestingly, all of those interactions that you spoke about involve some sort of exchange of contact information for the visitor that's going to the website, right? Correct. Colin, if Bruce or anyone else wants to get in contact and continue this chat or maybe learn more about RD Consulting, what can they do? Where can they go? Our website's got everything on it, so rdconsulting.com.au or hit me up on LinkedIn. So Colin Anstey on LinkedIn is a great way to get in touch and all our details are on our website. So phone number, contact form, have a look through what we do. And look, we'd love to catch up, love to chat and yeah, happy to catch up for a coffee for sure. And of course, we will put links in the show notes at marketingbuilder.net so you can find your way directly to RD Consulting or Colin's LinkedIn profile. Now, 
Colin Anstey, CEO of RD Consulting. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your expertise and advice and answering Bruce's listener question about that plan B for Google traffic. Absolute pleasure. Thanks a lot, Daniel. Bruce Calder from Bull and Bear Special Assignments. Thank you so much for submitting your question. It's a great question because I've long been an advocate of trying to make sure businesses have an audience that they actually own, usually sits in a database, as well as not simply relying on one third party for the majority of their traffic, i.e. not putting all their eggs in one basket. Now, listeners, if you'd like to connect with Colin Anstey, head to rdconsulting.com.au or search for Colin Anstey, that's A N S. T-I-E on LinkedIn. I know he would love to hear from you. And of course, I've dropped a link to Colin's LinkedIn profile and the RD Consulting website in the show notes for this episode at marketingbuilder.net. That's a wrap for episode 43 and the seventh in the nine-part listener question series. I'm hoping that these build a great little resource for us all to visit whenever we need some advice and inspiration with our marketing. Loved this episode. Good. Make sure you don't miss the next one and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, tune in, or wherever it is you listen to your podcast. I'd love to hear from you as well on what marketing you're crushing, or maybe you're finding it tough at the moment, you're stuck on something. I just want to tell me about a great story that you've got with your marketing. Maybe you have a question, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search for Daniel Oyston. That's O Y S. T-O-N, or follow Marketing Builder on Facebook or Instagram. Just search for Marketing Builder or the handle MKTBLD. Until next time, may your marketing be awesome and I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Marketing Builder. This show was developed, hosted, and produced by Daniel Oyston from Content Grasshopper, the creator of Marketing Builder. Marketing Builder is the easy-to-use, step-by-step card-sorting system for cutting through all the marketing fluff out there and to help you build a marketing plan you are actually on board with. For more information, visit marketingbuilder.net or contentgrasshopper.com.au. Thanks for listening.